songs about I'm so vain Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Ah, today is Wednesday, March 4th, 2020. My name is Joe Batance. And this is a little show called This Joe Batance. Now, you know, sometimes there's just not much to talk about on This Joe Batance. Sometimes it's me talking about, a, you know, how many bowls of cereal I get out of a box. Today's not one of those days. We're going to talk about how sucky Gen Z is. Oh, one more thing. Evan just quit. Talk to you in a little bit. I said today is Wednesday, March 4th, 2020. We have a lot to talk about today on this little show called This Show Batance. A couple of things we have to talk about, even though in previous versions of the show, I, oh, I guess it has to do a lot with people quitting. <laughs> Today's a show about people quitting. That's what the show is about. Uh, today, God, it's been. It, I'm gonna tell you guys something. It has been a motherfucking week here at uh, not just the Afterthought Media uh, Enclave, but also the Undergrad Prep Headquarters, Undergrad Industries Headquarters too, but in a good way. Um, a lot going on here. I will tell you, I've been feeling a little under the weather, but I can't tell if it just. A sore throat from post-nasal drip from really dry weather, or if I have the onset of something coming on. I don't have any aches and pains. I thought I was feverish, but I took my temperature. My temperature was normal. Uh, but my throat's been hurting me all day. I went and bought... Uh, I have... My parents have a humidifier, but I swear to God, the humidifier is like 60 years old. I know you're all thinking like, just can you please talk about fucking Evan quitting? You know I'm going to make you fucking wait for that. Anyway... um, the first thing I'm going to talk about is someone else quitting. <clears throat> Unfortunately, sometimes <clears throat> the real world uh, has to intervene on places of truth. So um, on Catching Up, which we're recording tomorrow because of Mike Lawson's schedule, and on this show, I'm going to be intentionally uh, oblique uh, about details, even though some of you know them, because who knows where this could go, right? I don't think anything's going to happen, but I just want to just CYA. Oh, no, CMA. Cover my ass. So, as you know, I had a uh, person who I was, or maybe you don't know this, just a quick brief rundown of the story because I really want to know here if I'm the asshole I have a sneaking suspicion I am not the asshole here uh, and um, not just a more than a sneaking suspicion I'm pretty sure I'm not the asshole but what happened was okay 
months ago, there's all these different stories you probably heard on different podcasts that I do. So I'm going to put them all together in a brief version of the story. But a few months ago, I got a Facebook message from a student I had tutored about seven years ago. Okay. And uh, he said, hey, listen, you tutored me seven years ago. I remember who he was. And uh, I, I've been tutoring here in, in the Bay Area. And you had a really big effect on me. And I want to do what you do. I want to do SAT tutoring. And I was wondering if you knew of any ways for me to make money doing that. So I contacted and I gave him several options. Only one of them was working with me. I gave him options to work with this woman I know who runs things in the Bay Area. I gave him the option this, option that, option this, option that. But the one he chose, because he liked the idea of working with poor kids, was undergrad prep. And I have to be honest with you, I was a little touched by that. I really was. I was like, oh, that's really cool. <clears throat> So I was like, if you want to make that happen, we'll make it happen. So I contacted a friend of mine who teaches at a high school in the, city, in the same city, which is Oakland, as that this guy lives in. I'm not going to use names even. And again, some of you may know these names. You can go back and find it. But on this episode, I'm not going to use names. And uh, I say, uh, listen, uh, uh, I, I call I call my friend who works at a high school in Oakland, and I say, this, "I have a teacher. He wants to do this. Let's put together." So we put together a class. We come up with a schedule. We choose the schedule around. This guy's telling me he needs to make X number of dollars per hour to make it worth his while. We match. I it, I pay that. It, I'll, we pay that salary to him. We he has another job. We make it so that we fit this schedule to teach this class around his other job so he doesn't have to lose money at his other job he can just go, he can do it outside of his other job and i mean we built this whole we get and then finally like then you, you may not understand this but then to do something like this at a school you have to jump through all these hoops hoops uh bureaucratic hoops and that's not an easy task but we jump through those bureaucratic hoops and um, we get the class going. I order hundreds of dollars worth of books, have them delivered to the school. We um, uh, get 17 or 18 kids, poor kids, you know, who have to go to this poor high school, who have no other shot at, t at free test prep. And I start training this guy. And the guy is grasping the material, and he understands it. But, man, he has zero charisma. He's literally, when he's doing the teachbacks to me, he's like teaching like this. And I'm going to teach like this. And I'm, and I'm sitting there thinking like, I mean, he knows the material, but holy shit. He's going to bore the living shit out of these kids. <clears throat> so one time when I was training him, I tried this little training trick and I had him pretend to teach me um, a uh, guitar lesson, a fake guitar lesson. Because he, he, that's what he does uh, also as a side gig. And he did it, but he, I could tell he was really annoyed. Okay? <laughs> and um, then we started, and, but it worked. The trick worked. He got a little bit more charismatic, a little bit, a little bit more energetic. And I was like, okay, this, this is doable. Well, now we're a day before the class. No, was it a day or two days before the class? A day before the class. It was yesterday. This is not an allegory, Luke. Luke asked that this was an allegory. Now it's a day before the class. We're doing another training session. 
And I decided to try a new tactic because he's being boring again. Now, I'm not going to get into what that tactic is, okay? But I said to try a new tactic. I will tell you this. The tactic is non-sexual in nature. It has nothing to do with sex. I'm just not going to get into it. It has nothing to do with anything that anyone would find offensive. It's akin to the fake guitar lesson, okay? This guy, imagine, if, just right now, if you're having trouble, just imagine it's the, another fake guitar lesson, okay? This guy freaks the fuck out. Freaks out. Freaks out. When we get back to doing the the lesson on video, he's like, uh, I need some time to, to pre- prepare the next essay. And I'm like, okay. And then he starts texting back and forth with me about what happened and how this is. And I'll use the guitar lesson just for this purpose. He's like, D- was that a real guitar lesson? And I was like, well, that means the guitar. I mean, what? And he was just like, I feel like my privacy has been violated. I don't know if I can trust you. And I'm like, well, okay, look, it's 3 p.m. Tell me if you're going to teach this class. He's like, I'm going to teach the class, but I'm really, really upset. And I was like, okay. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I was, I, I already talked, started talking to Shane, my friend who teaches at the high school. Shane's like, I'll give him a talk. I'll talk to him about it and I'll make it better. I'm like, okay, great. Thanks. And, but we were, even he and I were talking about, we got to think of a contingency plan in case this guy bails, right? So <clears throat> it's 10, 15 at night. I'm editing the rumor mill. Okay. I'm editing the rumor mill. And that actually explains something because Lori called me today. I'll tell you about that. I'm editing the rumor mill. 10.15 of my time. 10.15 p.m. The fucker quits. He quit at 10.15 p.m. This class full of 17 or 18 poor kids who are waiting for an SAT class now have no teacher. I'm six hours away by car. I immediately, immediately... I buy an airplane ticket. I'm I'm about to fly to Oakland tomorrow for a two-hour class. But then I start thinking, you know what? If I do that, I can't fly to Oakland every Wednesday. So what does that do? What does that serve? (laughs) So what I come up with the idea of, and I talked to the teacher the next day, and this is how it worked out. Is oh Haley says she doesn't understand. Essentially, I did a trading strategy. I tried a new tactic to try and get the, some life into this kid. Uh, imagine it was a fake guitar lesson. It was nothing inappropriate. Nothing anyone. And I, I think Haley. I think there's some people who can explain to you what I'm talking about in private. Um, and this guy quit. Left these kids stranded. I'm going to say, let's say for instance, that what I did, even though I think what I did was literally on the scale of offensive, harmful things, maybe on a scale of 1 to 10, a 1.5. But let's say for instance, to this person it was a 10. The idea that you would strand these kids, these poor kids, okay, is 
inexcusable to me. So what we've done is they're going to be we're going to have two weeks where because they were going they were going to have the class one day a week for like eight weeks or six weeks or something like that. We're going to have two weeks where I go to the school and I teach three days in a row. So I'll be in Oakland for two weeks. I don't think they'd be. I don't. I don't think they're consecutive, but they might be. And I'll be in Oakland for two weeks for three days out of the week, um, teaching these strategies to these kids. And um, yeah, that's sort of the plan. And uh, I'm, but like that's just crazy. That's cuckoo bananas. Okay, so let's talk about the other. And I, I was very, very stressed. I was. What's so funny is I'm low on Xanax, and I'd seen my psychiatrist, and he was like, "I'll make you another order." I'm like, "Yeah, I don't ever use it." Man, that I need that Xanax yesterday, and I only had one left. Did I actually take it yesterday? I'm not sure. So, uh, yeah, it was crazy. It was not a good. From the, I didn't sleep well last night, so that's what another thing where my throat might hurt. Anyway, okay, so there's so much to tell on this other stuff. So on the Evan stuff, uh, I have a lot to say about Brett Baxley slash Jimmy Anti. So and then and then we'll get to it. It does lead to the other stuff. So you know, after the drama with Evan, <clears throat> I uh, I think Evan's making an announcement somewhere, isn't he? He said he's going to. I don't know where he's doing that. Uh, is um, I wrote a text message to George and Jimmy, and there was two parts of the text message. I said there's a professional one and a personal one. The professional one was simply what you guys all know, which is that I don't hate the show that they made, but it's just not the rumor mill. And I have to think about, there's a public feed and a Patreon feed. You guys have heard this speech already. But there's a public feed and a, and a Patreon feed. And uh, and uh, you know, I the, there has to be, I was, tell, I, I was just talking to Evan right now. Those shows have to be professional. Like, I was actually just telling, I had a meeting today for something else, but I was talking to him about this. Like, I have a boss. Like straight, even though I run after thought media on the public shows, I have a boss. They are Josh Cohen at um, Authentic and Donnell Brown at Ad Large. Those are my bosses. I said this last night, right? And those shows have to be quality. They they list both of them listen every week. Um, they don't usually give notes, but they could. And. So we talked about that, and the personal one was, and we'll have to well because I'm, I, have to, I have to get to the big news. We'll have to explore this in detail um, tomorrow or something. You know, keep the Brett Baxley call pinned for tomorrow, humble, because we're running out of time. But um, Brett and I had a lengthy phone call. It was very interesting. He made some really good insights and whatnot. I uh, will say that. Uh, I talked to Brett, I texted with Brett today, because it seems like we've gotten nothing but very positive reaction to the rumor mill, from what I've seen. So it seems like that's going to be the new way of doing the rumor mill. That's the new rumor mill. And that decision was made before Evan quit. 
And so I texted Brett and I said, listen, bad news, good news. Bad news is the show that you guys did is no longer on the public feed. And it's going to be a Patreon show. And uh, if you guys continue to do it. And um, yeah, you know, whatever. And I go, but the good news is uh, we would love to have you on the rumor mill and we'll pay you. And you would come on here and you'll talk about what you know. Um, I'm not going to repin the post yet in hopes we get it to note. Oh, we only have like five minutes left. So I say, you know, uh, we would love to have you on the rumor mill uh, for the segment where we talk to you and you tell us the tea from Crystal. And Jimmy wrote back like a really good, I, I mean, I'm reading a text message, but it was just like, hmm, I'll think about it. That's all he wrote. So I said, okay, well, the offer stands. So I, I feel kind of that was Jimmy blowing me off, which he probably was. I've talked about this. So you can go on the exclusive tier uh, messages and see that I think that's an unwise choice. I think this is a valuable platform. Even though Evan did make the point, and I don't necessarily disagree with him, that Jimmy wants to get on RuPaul's Drag Race. And maybe by being on a podcast about RuPaul's Drag Race is not the smartest way. Um to to get on RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay, so uh, I text message Evan today. I said, when can you talk? He said, I can talk now. And, uh, well, there's not much to say. You know, uh, I uh, called Evan, and he said he wanted to talk first. And I went, okay. And he basically said that he loved me, and he thinks I do an amazing job on um, Afterthought, and that... He so appreciates everything that I've done, but that he doesn't think... I mean, there are other things he said, and, and I think he's going to make an official announcement, but that he doesn't... It's not fun for him anymore, and that um, he doesn't even know why he does it, and that it made him not like RuPaul's Drag Race anymore. It makes him frustrated. He feels that he and I are mean to each other on the show, but in private, we're really nice to each other, and he'd rather go back to a world where everyone is nice uh, is is nice to each other. He wants us to be friends, even though I know I'm old enough to know. No, we're not going to stay. I mean, I'll st- I would stay friends with him. If he called me, but like, he lives in Washington D.C. I live over here. We never talk on the phone. How are we going to be friends? But I totally respect his decision. Here's the deal, <clears throat> and here is why I'd had this private conversation with Taylor earlier today, and I had it with Lori earlier today. That I was willing to put their show on Patreon, but if they if those kids went away, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, you know. I think there was a time when um, afterthought, you know, Evan was employee number one, right? Uh, the first person we ever brought on, and I think it was at a time when we were just a ragtag podcast. And I think that the podcast has evolved past Evan. And I think Evan doesn't, I mean, that Evan's not a professional podcaster, nor does he want to be a professional podcaster. And I think it's time if we're going to grow that we have people who are really super high quality. So, you know, I never had the heart to fire Evan. So if anything, Evan just made my job easy. 
um, because I loved him too much. And we said, before we got off the phone, we said I love you to each other. We had very good memories. We spoke about our friendship and stuff like that. We talked about Los Angeles. Like, it, we are leaving. We're ending this thing, I think, on good terms. I'm sure he's equally glad to be done with it. I think, look, sometimes things just end, you know? Uh, sometimes things just end, and that, that isn't the worst thing in the world. I think sometimes when you get older, you realize that um, everything has a season. And I think both Evan and I realized the season was over for this. Uh, I think this also means, I mean, I haven't had an official conversation with George, but I think it also means that uh, George um, is done. And um, and uh, I think George is done. Um, and I don't know what's going to happen with Jimmy. It seems like Jimmy blew me off. It could be the days of the young people are over at Afterthought Media. Who knows? But I will tell you this one thing. Onward and upward. I think the shows are only going to get better. I'm just, it's a leaner machine. And also, I just saved a couple grand. I don't have them here in Los Angeles. So I would be honest with you. I was having like anxiety attacks thinking about them being here. We'll talk tomorrow. Well, I'm sure we'll get into this tomorrow. There'll be an official announcement on Patreon tomorrow, too. Don't, just over here. Bye.